Hello, and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true, and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. Well, hello, and welcome back. If you've been following along, then you know we've been on quite a journey through the Old Testament. We have followed Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and watched God's promises come to pass as Abraham's family became a great nation, the nation of Israel. We watched as Israel celebrated victories under men like Joshua and King David. And we also watched as Israel walked through defeat and destruction because of disobedience. But through it all, we watched as God was faithful in it all. Isn't he so faithful? Isn't he so good? What have you learned most about God? I've learned that he is slow to anger, abounding in love, rich in mercy, and graciously offers forgiveness of sins. I don't know about you, but he is the kind of God I want to give my life to serve. In today's episode, we are going to learn more about who God is as we are introduced to a man named Job. Now, Job has an entire book of the Bible named after him. His story is written down for us to read in the Old Testament. Bible scholars who study the Bible are not exactly sure when Job lived, but they think he might have lived during the same time as Abraham. Now that's going back quite a ways. I mean, we are going back to before the days of Israel. Now, how did Job know or hear about God? We aren't sure of that either, but the Bible tells us that he worshiped Yahweh and he was a righteous man. So you might be thinking, what's so special about Job? Why does Job have an entire book of the Bible named after him? Well, let's just say Job has a unique story, and his story needs to be told. Are you ready to learn more about Job? All right, let's start at the beginning. In the land of Uz, there lived a man whose name was Job. This man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. He had seven sons and three daughters, and he owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 donkeys, and had a large number of servants. He was the greatest man among all the people of the East. His sons used to hold feasts in their homes on their birthdays, and they would invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. When a period of feasting had run its course, Job would make arrangements for them to be purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them, thinking, perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular custom. He always prayed for his children. Now, unknown to Job, there was a conversation taking place before the throne of God, and he was the topic of conversation. That's right. As Job was living his life, minding his own business, things were being said about him. He could not see who was talking about him or hear what they were saying. But someone had taken notice of Job and his righteousness and his obedience and his good heart. And that someone did not like it. Who was that someone, you ask? Let's leave Job and his family for a moment, and let's listen in to a conversation taking place before the throne of God. 
One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, From roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied. Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But now stretch out your hand and strike everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, everything he has is in your power, but on the man himself do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. He knew exactly what he was going to do. One day, when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby, and the Sabaeans attacked and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The fire of God fell from the heavens and burned up the sheep and the servants, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The Chaldeans formed three raiding parties and swept down on your camels and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. Poor Job, what would he do? All of this bad news all in one day. What must he have been thinking in that moment? What thoughts must have been going through his mind? To lose his livelihood and servants all in one day. But true seekers, that was not the end of the bad news. It was only the beginning. While the messenger was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said, Your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house when suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert and struck the four corners of the house. It collapsed on them and they are dead and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. Well, never in a million years did Job expect this. It was one thing to lose his animals, but now his very own children? Surely now Job would curse God as Satan said he would if something bad happened to him. Surely now Job would be angry and yell at God and say, Why did you let this happen to me, God? Surely now Job would accuse God of doing wrong. All of heaven watched with bated breath to see what Job would do. At this, Job got up and tore his robe, shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground in worship and said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. In all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. Let's go back to the conversation taking place in heaven and see what Satan had to say now about Job. Surely Job had passed the test. 
He did not curse God even when bad things happened to him. So the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them to present himself before him. And the Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, From roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil, and he still maintains his integrity, though you incited me against him to ruin him without any reason. Skin for skin, Satan replied. A man will give all he has for his own life. But now stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bones, and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, he is in your hands, but you must spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord, and this time he afflicted Job with painful sores from the soles of his feet to the crown of his head. Then Job took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself with it as he sat among the ashes. His wife came along and said to him, Are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job looked at his wife and he replied, You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all this, Job did not sin in what he said. When Job's three friends, Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Namathite, heard about all the troubles that had come upon him, they set out from their homes and met together by agreement to go and sympathize with him and comfort him. When they saw him from a distance, they could hardly recognize him. They began to weep aloud, and they tore their robes and sprinkled dust on their heads. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. Dear Truth Seekers, today's story did not end on such a happy note, but don't worry. Job's story is not over. Job could not see what was taking place in heaven. He did not know he was being tested to see if he would curse God. And yet in all of his suffering, in all of his pain, the Bible says he did not sin in what he said. We can learn much from the story of Job. Job had everything, money, friends, a beautiful home, children, servants, and yet when it was all taken away from him, he said, may the name of the Lord be praised. Job did not put his confidence in his things or in people. He put his confidence in the Lord so that when everything was gone, when everything was taken from him, he knew he had the one thing that would never leave him, and that was God. He looked to the Lord when tragedy struck. Sometimes it's hard to understand why bad things happen. Life rarely turns out how we plan for it to. But if we make this life and the things of this world most important, we will be shaken when bad times come. But if we make God the most important thing in our lives and trust Him, we won't be shaken and we will be able to stand firm in the midst of suffering. We've learned about many people so far who have suffered. We learned that Joseph was sold into slavery and taken far away from his family. We learned that Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. And we learned that Esther's parents died when she was just a young girl. and She was taken to a foreign land away from her home.
The Bible is filled with people who walk through hard times. God has not promised us that this life will be easy, but he has promised us that he will be with us in hard times. It is important for us to remember, like Job, that God is good all the time. Even when we don't see it, we must choose to believe it. When doubts come your way, don't give in. Don't let yourself become angry or bitter at God like Job's wife did. That's what Satan wants. But keep your heart soft, trusting him, even in the bad times. He is good and he can be trusted. Be sure to stay tuned to find out how Job's story ends. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Job chapters 1 and 2. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, sometimes bad things happen and we go through hard times. We don't always understand, but God, it's not our job to understand. It's our job to trust you. Today, we choose to trust you in the hard times. We believe that you are good and you are in control of all things. You have promised you will never leave us, and for that, we are grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, True Seekers, I've got some more reviews to read today. This review is from Thea. She says, hi, my name is Thea. I am eight years old, and I love listening to this podcast at night. It helps me understand the Bible, and it is calming. Thank you for making this podcast from Thea. Well, thank you so much, Thea, and I'm glad to hear it helps to calm you and bring you peace. All right. Um, This next review says, I love this because it tells us about the Bible in ways that we can understand. Me and my sister listen to this podcast every night before we go to bed. I'm only nine years old, but because of your podcast series, I have welcomed Jesus into my life. That is from Chanel. Chanel, that means so much to me. I am so excited to hear that you have welcomed Jesus into your life from listening to the word of God through this podcast. And I just pray over you, Chanel, that Jesus becomes even more real to you, that he becomes your best friend and that you continue to learn more and more about him. That is so exciting. Okay. This next review says, my name is Ren. And I love the episode about King Jehoshaphat's choir, and I love your podcast, and I listen to it every time in the car. I just turned six. Well, happy birthday, Ren. You just turned six. Thank you for the review and for listening. This review is from Running On Coffee Mom, and she says, love listening to this together with my nine-year-old son. Adds a great way for us to chat about God's faithfulness and the big story of the Bible. Thank you for that review. Here's a review. It says, thank you for producing such a biblically sound resource to enjoy daily with my daughters, L, who's five, and Bree, who's two. Our family has enjoyed learning more about the Bible together and filling our hearts and minds with truth. I've highly recommended it to several friends, and I'll continue to do so. God bless you. Well, thank you all so much for that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing it and recommending it. I'm glad to hear that it has become such a blessing to you. This message comes from Jasmine. She says, hi, I'm Jasmine and I'm 14 years old. Me and my younger brothers, Ezekiel and Ari, listen to your podcast every night and we love it. It's really helped us through this hard season in life. We hope you keep on making it. Greetings from Queensland, Australia. Well, hello to you over in Queensland, Australia. Thank you, Jasmine, Ezekiel and Ari for listening. And I'm so glad that it has helped you through this hard season in life. So thank you for listening. 
I also want to give a quick shout out to Heath, Jesse Lynn, and Justice. He sent me an email saying him and his wife and his 21-month-old son have been listening to the podcast and learning much from it. I love that. Starting young, that's the way to do it. Um, get that word in. So thank you, Heath and Jesse Lynn and Justice for listening. All right, everyone, that's all for today. I want to thank you for your support, for leaving the reviews, for giving the podcast five-star reviews. That's very helpful in helping it be found. I also want to thank you for supporting it financially. To those of you who are patrons, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com forward slash Sherilyn R. Grant. So thank you all for joining me today, and I look forward to our time together next week.